Hey friend, did you know that there are people, probably some of them are listening to this radio broadcast right now, but there are people that think because they are doing the best they can to live well, to do things right, to not offend people, to not sin, to not live too unrighteously. They're doing the best they can. There are people under the sound of my voice that think that they should be granted access to heaven strictly because they are doing the best they can. Well, here at Bible Tracts Incorporated, we have a gospel tract that biblically and authoritatively, but very kindly, refutes that position. It uses a little bit of an illustration. For instance, this Bible tract, this gospel tract begins with this. A man is standing by New York Harbor, and suddenly he declares, I'm going to swim to London. And then he jumps into the sea, heading for the open water. You shout, probably wisely, hey, you're not going to get to London that way. And he shouts back over his shoulder while he's taking a breath. Oh, oh, yes, I will. I'm sure I'll make it. And you say, what makes you so certain? As they fade off into the distance on the first hundred meter stretch, they say, I'm doing the best I can. Can I tell you? That person, figuratively speaking, for illustration purposes, they probably are doing the best they can. But 3,000 miles of chilly waters, deep rolling seas, fierce winds, angry storms, and I don't know, maybe thousands, maybe millions of sharks, might make it impossible, will make it impossible for him to reach England just by swimming. Can I tell you that if you think you can get to heaven from your place here on earth, just by doing the best you can, you are just as sadly mistaken and misled as this illustration man is. The person who thinks he's going to swim to London from New York, uh, he has another thing coming. The person who thinks they can get to heaven by themselves, friend, you're sadly mistaken. If you don't know Christ as your Savior, if you think doing the best you can is going to be enough, I'd love to talk to you. You can contact us through our website, BibleTracksInc.org. You can also order this gospel tract. If you know someone that is doing the best they can, but they're lost, and you think this gospel tract might be a help to them, go to our website, BibleTracksInc.org. If you don't know Christ, though, as your Savior, I'd love to hear from you. You can text me, 309 316 7240. That's 309-316-7240. Now we're in 1 Samuel chapter number 17. I've been immensely enjoying this Bible study this week and last week. We've been talking about the need for you, the need for me to think big. I'm tired of confronting Christians all the time with small imaginations. I'll say this, I'm tired of my small imaginations. He is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we could ask or think. So let's think big. Let's go big or we might as well go home. We might as well step off into eternity and meet Jesus in the air, go to heaven if we're not going to do anything for him down here. Let's think big. First Samuel chapter number, let's look at number 17 and verse number 29. First Samuel chapter 17 and verse 29. Remember the context. David is about to square off with 
some little dude named Goliath. No, no, he was a big dude, probably nine and a half feet tall, armored to, to the gills, absolutely a massive unit of a man. He was immense. He was a warrior, Goliath was. David, little boy, nothing much more than a boy, maybe a teenager, maybe a very young man, the Bible tells us. First Samuel 17, verse number 29. David said... In response to the blasphemy, to the heresy of Goliath, he says this, What have I now done? Is there not a cause? And he turned from him toward another and spake after the same manner. And the people answered him again after the former manner. David asked a question. Why did he ask a question though? Let's look at the reason. Verse number 28, and Eliab, this is his oldest brother. Eliab heard when he spake unto the men and Eliab's anger was kindled against David. And he said, why comest thou down hither? And with whom hast thou left those few sheep in the wilderness? I know thy pride and the naughtiness of thine heart. For thou art come down that thou mightest see the battle. Here's the funny thing. Eliab was projecting some of his fear, was projecting some of his angst and irritation onto David. Eliab, just like the rest of the men of Israel, was doing jack squat for the things of God. Goliath is standing over on the other side of the Valley of Elah, absolutely making a mockery of Jehovah God, and the men of Israel are doing nothing. Not a zip, zilch, zero. David shows up and he's like, what's going on, guys? We've got to do something about this. He begins to ask some questions. Today, we're going to talk about the think big question. What is that question? Well, we find it in verse number 29. David says, is there not a cause? Doesn't somebody need to do something got to ask you this question though, friend, is there a cause in your life? You know, if there was, you might be willing to think big and do more for God more often. You know, the problem might just be, let me ask this question. What is your cause? Why are you alive right now? I say, that's a, that's a heavy question. I've got to think about that for a moment. Could I presume possibly that for some that are listening right now, your cause might be the quote unquote cotton candy of this world? You might be focused on the empty things. Can I tell you, if you are chasing after money, material, or the applause of men, you don't have a good cause. David was willing to stand up for something because it was the right thing to do and because God wanted him to. What gets you out of bed in the morning? Is there not a cause? Is it the empty things? The Bible says, for where your treasure is, there will your heart be also. So, where is your treasure? Now, I'm not mocking 
that you might have a baseball card collection or you might have you might enjoy sneakers or shoes collecting those things ladies maybe you have some different things that you enjoy maybe it's the makeups maybe it's the hair products maybe it's purses maybe it's gentlemen it's bows or guns or knives or cars or you fill in the blank maybe it's your position at work that really satisfies you maybe it's any of those things can i tell you though at the end of the day when eternity's bell tolls when you take your last breath and you have to stand before God and he looks at you and his look says, what was your cause for living? Is there not a cause for where your treasure is? There will your heart be also. If you ask the right questions, it's amazing how you just might get the right answers. Let me say it this way. If you're willing to ask the right questions. Do you remember as a kid, you know what I'm talking about? You knew something needed to be done around the house, but you most definitely didn't want to ask your mom or your your dad if something needed to be done. You knew that there was a project coming down the pike, but you tried to be anywhere else besides where the epicenter of the work would be, right? You find your way to your room. Maybe you schedule some time with your friends. You jump on your bike and you head off down the street to the park. You don't want to be around. Maybe it was just mowing the lawn. Maybe it was washing the dishes. Maybe it was whatever. You knew there was a cause. You knew there was something to do, but you didn't want to ask the questions that would lead to the work. Can I tell you, a lot of Christians live that way. Can I tell you, I live that way sometimes. I know it needs to be done. I just don't want to ask the questions that will result in me being tasked with that project. David, though, he was willing to ask the questions. He was ready and raring to do what God wanted him to do. Is there not a cause? But it's amazing in your life, when you're searching for answers, when you need something special, the touch of God in your life, I've found that for me, part of my problem is the fact that I'm not willing to ask the right questions. It's me, it's me, it's me, oh Lord. Standing in the need of prayer? Yeah, when I get alone with God and I stop focusing on everyone else's problems and I look at God and say, God, what do I need to change? What do I need to do? It's amazing how the answers so quickly are given by the Holy Spirit of God. The think big question. We've talked about the think big preparation, the think big situations. We've talked about when in trouble or in doubt, run in circles, scream or shout. We know that's not the right response. But let me ask you, will you ask the right questions? Only then will you get the right answers. We're going to conclude this topic, this thought, this concept, this theme of thinking big tomorrow. We're going to ask, how can we get think big results? That's what we're after, right? Sometimes though, we're not willing to put in the work. Think big results. You want them. I want them. How do we get them? I hope you'll tune in tomorrow right here on the Bible Tract Echoes radio broadcast. Before we sign off though, let me encourage you in two aspects. If you have not yet committed to coming to the Open House at Bible Tracks Incorporated, it's Saturday, November 13th. I'd love to see you there. 1 to 5 p.m. Central Time. The address is 603 West Prairie Street, Odell, Illinois, 60460. If you have not yet decided to come and you're anywhere within driving distance, 
go ahead and come. We have folks outside the country that want to come and due to different circumstances can't, you need to come. If you'd like to let us know that you are coming, email us at openhouse at bibletracksinc.org. That's openhouse at B-I-B-L-E-T-R-A-C-T-S-I-N-C.org. Openhouse at bibletracksinc.org. Or you can text me. My phone number is 309-316-7240. We have a lot of people taking advantage of the ease of just shooting a quick text. 309-316-7240. And let me encourage you lastly with this. If the Lord is laying on your heart to partner with us in any way, I'm not just talking about financially. Maybe you need to order some gospel tracks off of our website, bibletracksinc.org today, and you need to start passing them out. Maybe the Lord is leading you to pray with and for us, or just maybe, maybe, just maybe, God's leading you to donate towards our ministry. Now, the only way we survive, I've said this a million times, I'll say it a million more, the only way we survive is by the grace of God and the generous giving of God's people. And we'd love to partner with you. Thank you for praying. Thank you for giving gospel tracts. Thank you for giving to our ministry. Have a great day for his glory. And thank you for listening today. God bless. Thank you for joining us today for Bible Tract Echoes, a ministry of Bible Tracks Incorporated. If you would like to receive a free sample packet of all of our tracks, you can contact us by calling 309-828-6888. That's 309-828-6888. Our mailing address is P.O. Box 188, Bloomington, Illinois, 61702. A faster way to contact us is to go to our website at BibleTracksInc.org. That's BibleTracksInc.org. There you will find more information about our ministry and details on how you can support Bible Tracks Incorporated. Thanks for listening, and may the Lord richly bless you as you serve Him.